The game continues on a Thursday evening. K-State baseball coming up bottom of the hour. First pitch just after 6 o'clock tonight as the Cats welcome in Texas to Toynton Family Stadium. We'll see if Pete Hughes' bunch is able to get some things going tonight against the uh, number seven team in the country. Good Lord, what a schedule. K-State spring football wrapping up this weekend. Unfortunately, as we've talked about since the start of the week, the Saturday session that was to be open to the public has been uh, shuttered. No one will be allowed in for that as had originally been planned, unfortunately, because, well, let's just face it, a coach has been up front about this, Coach Chris Kleiman up front about, well, it's just not much of a practice at this point because of the bodies. But one of the guys that has been showing out as part of practices this spring, wide receiver Malik Knowles, working out as the number one wide out on the depth chart going into spring sessions. Hey, how would you describe yourself as an all-purpose player? What makes you so dangerous? Uh, just the uh, ability to do whatever my coach asks, whether it's catching the ball, running the ball, or blocking, or even special teams. How, how did it feel coming out of that LSU game and just what you were able to do? Uh, it was, it's always good to get a win and having momentum coming from the last game, coming into the season and uh, spring ball, just uh, something that you can build upon. You were pretty excited after that game as far as just a new offense and being being utilized a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, how, I mean, motivating is that heading in the spring and into the fall? Uh, it's, it's a lot uh, exciting just to see, like, what our offense can really be capable of doing. Like, with Coach Kahn being our new OC, he's dialing up new plays every day, uh, giving us different looks uh, offensively and hopefully changing the way that we're playing. What's it been like uh, playing for Coach Ward since he arrived? Uh, uh, I actually like it a lot. Uh, Coach Ward is a perfectionist, so... Uh, he doesn't really let you slack or cut ways. Like everything has to be his way perfectly. Uh, he's real good on the details, so it also ultimately make us better players. Have you had a specific focus this spring on your game? Uh, consistency. Yes, sir. Just being more consistent. What would you say you like most about the new offense so far? Uh, just the change. Uh, like being more diverse. Like. The way we've been practicing, we can hit defenses in all areas. Uh, we're able to get more looks. Uh, just a lot, a lot more in store. We've heard, a, we've heard a lot about R.J. Garcia. What kind of makes him like a guy that's rising up? Uh, R.J. is a, a young, talented guy, a true receiver, a great route runner, consistent hands. Uh, we're going to use him a lot. He can play the slot and the outside. Sounds like the special teams has gotten to work out during the spring. Yes, sir. Uh, I know you're probably licking your chops over that <laughs> after all the success you had last year's kickoff returner. How much you looking forward to that in the fall? Uh, big. You know, we emphasize special teams big here. So every day we're spending like 30 to 40 minutes on special teams. We're getting involved in not just kickoff return, punt return, kickoff, punt. So just being able to do different things for the team and – hopefully just contribute as much as I can. On the kickoffs, how many people are returning along those 11 or 10? On the kickoff? Yeah. Um, I think almost nine or 10 of them. So you got nine or 10 familiar faces that are yes, blocking sir. for you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How much better can you guys be? I mean, you've been, top, you were top five in the country last year. Um, we we left a lot out there. So that's what we're, we're emphasizing now to fix the mistakes that we did so that we can be the number one kickoff return unit. Um, so just every day, just 
finding out lanes, blocking assignments, timing, just getting everything perfect. Uh, t- talk about Martinez a little bit. I don't think you've, you've spoken about him, but uh, what's he been able to bring to the table? I know he's been banged up, but uh, he brings a, a new a new flavor of quarterback. Uh, as you guys know, he he runs real well, real good on his feet, strong arm, uh, confident guy. Uh, he just brings that spark to our offense. Are there any aspects of route running that you've been able to embrace as you've become an upperclassman? Uh, uh, I would say a lot during this spring with the help of Coach Ward, um, just getting out of breaks faster, staying low, focusing on transitions, uh, more ways to utilize spacing when it comes to the defenders, uh, hand, hand work, not fighting so much, holding your line, stuff like that. Does the need to develop that chemistry with Martinez kind of make this summer uh, that much more important? Uh, yes, sir. You know, him coming in, uh, not really being able to do too much in the spring, uh, having that lack of timing with each other so that we can get right in the fall. So it's going to be a lot of a lot of days in the summer. What are your goals heading into the season for yourself? Uh, for myself, just being the, the best version of me, Hopefully, taking uh, help my team contribute for a Big Twelve. How about the the younger quarterbacks, uh, Will especially, since he's gotten a lot of the reps. But how how have all those guys done this spring? I think uh, you see uh, it's a major leap between all the quarterbacks. Everybody's still competing because you know it's still an open spot. So everybody's coming in every day, fighting for jobs, uh, pushing everybody, and you can see that all quarterbacks are showing leadership skills. Guys have had to play different positions because of, you know, limitations at certain positions because of injuries. So if Malik Knowles had to step in somewhere and play somewhere else to help out, where would that be? Uh, I'd probably go play safety. Can't I wouldn't say quarterback can't really throw. Uh, probably running back. Uh, yeah, defense. Not what? defensive tackle though. Nah, no sir, no sir. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the next step for you as a receiver next season? You think? Uh. Just, just elevating like every game, every play, more competitive, uh, just dominating. All competitors, all teams, like week in and week out. One of the things that stands out about Knowles' comments was about wanting to be more consistent going into next year. And it will be intriguing to see with all of the discussion about how this offense is working to pick up the tempo, whether that adds to the ability for the receivers to be more consistent, or if it's going to be, uh, again, a a bit of uh, fits and starts, where at times uh, you have them really not even being part of the game, or as it felt like at times in, uh, in Courtney Messingham's system. Yesterday, Chris Kleiman addressed that uh, tempo that we've all been hearing about and said it was part of a conversation even before the bowl game. Well, he and I had the conversation about it prior to the bowl game. It's something that I wanted to do as well. Just because you don't huddle doesn't mean you're going to snap it within 12 seconds and you're going to run off 95 plays because... We'll try that again. Doggone it. Well, he and I had the conversation about it prior to the bowl game. It's something that I wanted to do as well. Just because you don't huddle doesn't mean you're going to snap it within 12 seconds and you're going to get run off 95 plays because on the other side of the ball, you're going to probably defend 93 plays and you're not going to last. It's just 
trying to give some people a little bit different look, utilize the matchups, and, and we really feel, and we wanted to utilize that against LSU, was the matchups that we have. It's difficult to defend Phillip. It's difficult to defend Malik. It's difficult to defend Deuce. You get all three of them out there, and you're going a little bit quicker. Guys like Cade make plays. Guys like Senate can make plays. Guys like Sammy can make plays. And all of a sudden, everybody gets involved, and there's more opportunities. He also took the opportunity to talk about what he's seeing from wide receivers. RJ Garcia is the one that stood out the most to me, and I always thought he was a, a really talented player, but was young learning the offense last year as a true freshman. Coach Wards has him playing fast and understanding what he's doing and really attacking footballs in the air. You can look at the guys like Philip, Malik, Cade that have played a ton of snaps for us, uh, playing really, really well. And you look at RJ continuing to improve and a guy that's getting into the mix for sure. Uh, I think Sebastian's healthier and doing some things that can help us. Xavier Lloyd's doing some really nice things. Ty Bowman's doing some really nice things. There's, you can go down the line, Shane Porter, Seth Porter, all those guys. We're getting a lot of guys involved, but uh, RJ would be the one that has been uh, the most uh, impressive to me. What I'm the most curious about besides, of course, our talk about the tempo being heightened, is just how much they've really been able to accomplish in practice, given what we've talked about in terms of depth on the defensive side of the ball. Derek Young with K-State Online was with us yesterday, and, and in fact, we even touched on it some last week when he joined us, talking about the fact that uh, if you spent any time at uh, the Tuesday sessions that the media had just some early opportunity to be at, you were not seeing a lot of Deuce Vaughn in action. And it's primarily because you don't have a lot of ability to utilize the defensive guys because of that lack of depth. And so this has been a very odd spring for, yes, the defensive side of the ball, but that affects the offensive side of the ball and what K-State is wanting to accomplish. And so I'm curious to see what that does for timing. Plus, you're talking about, in one case, one quarterback who's not even truly fully involved in what's going on just yet, and that is Adrian Martinez. So you have that timing issue between wideouts and quarterbacks. You're trying to supplant a longtime starter at quarterback in Skylar Thompson. And if you're not able to utilize the practices fully to work on timing, that's going to take a lot of work outside of the spring drills. It's going to take a good bit of work, and I've got a feeling that Seco Park's probably going to be utilized quite a bit coming up for K-State as the offense uh, offensive players work on trying to get things down pat so that they're ready to go this fall when all the implementation of this offense especially begins in earnest. But what a challenge in front of everyone because of the Uh, roster situation, and that is specifically guys coming back from the season-ending surgeries uh, or the post-season surgeries that have limited that roster. So again, no practice on Saturday that's open to the public, but K-State will be wrapping up those uh, 15 practice sessions this weekend and putting the spring practice period to bed. Oh, and by the way, I don't recall if we got too deep into this yesterday. This, this I know, was the disappointing one for some fans. Part of that is us getting out to Nike sometime, and uh, it's been tough 
to get out there with pandemic things. That stuff takes time. My 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 brother's in the, the uniform business, and uh, talking to him on a daily basis about trying to get product out with supply chain stuff. I would be nervous about purchasing something and thinking that's going to get to where it's supposed to be uh, in time. Uh, but um, something that uh, we will continue to to talk about, uh, but. Uh, Probably not uh, in the near, near future. I'm going to admit, I find it rather humorous how we have evolved in terms of discussions uh, in many ways to having such discussion about uniforms. Then again, I'm the dork that follows UniWatch on Twitter. So, you know, uh, Paul Lucas has done stellar work on that stuff over years. I watch it more for the classic stuff, just personally, because we get into that discussion. But... You know, and, and and this gets back to Mitch being a fan of the black, David G's in that lane. I'm not my look. I I'm not a big fan of it. And even even with black and purple being the primary for the Colorado Rockies, I've not been a huge fan of their black vests that they've utilized over the years. If you put purple on black, you better do it right, and that purple better be mm, visible. That's one of the huge problems that I've had with it is that uh, K-State has tended to go black and white rather than it actually being uh, purple involved with it. And so then it becomes a full-on discussion about, well, how do you meld the two? And that's why you hire Nike. That's what Nike's for. It's also what you don't go to Adidas for because they will just blend the colors to where they just look almost even. One of the worst uniforms I've seen. Red, dark red, black numbers. That was an Adidas uniform. However, I will say this. uh, Black numbers on uh, camo was a really bad idea by Nike. And it didn't help that I had a headache calling that game. I'm not sure whether it was because of the game itself. Trying to call. Yeah, try try and pick a black number out off of a camo uniform. Not easy. Not easy at all. 522 our time. We're back with Ask Us Anything. We'll see what Sage has up her sleeve when we continue. All right. It's Ask Us Anything. I got some I got an easier one, I feel like. Okay. What is your favorite scent? That's easy. Oh, really? I don't know. I just feel like it's easier to think about. It's easier to conceptualize, you know, something that you like to smell. One of the things that uh, you have to be aware of is that uh, laundry has to be unscented in my household. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Not because of anything specific other than wife's allergies. Right, of course. So So, that makes sense. Yeah. But lavender would probably be there. I know, but I'm a bad judge when it <laughs> pertains to grilling meat, maybe. Okay, that's a good one. See, I'm a huge candle person, so I, I just love scents. And I'm also one of those candle people who likes uh, dessert candles, like, you know, the vanilla, apple. Right. Those are, those are usually my favorite go-to scents sure. when it comes to candles. Sure. Um, Another one... Would you rather be able to freeze time or rewind it? Rewind it. 
Really, why would you want to rewind it? Do you know how many things that I would like to change in my life? <laughs> okay, fair, fair. <laughs> See, I think I'd pause it. I think I want more time to be able to do things. Like, for instance, being in school. It's like, oh, if I could just pause time, I could study for whatever test for extra sure. for an extra day or something like that. But yeah, I've always been kind of wanting to be able to rewind time, I think. There or are, stop it. There are still too many of those things in my mind where I go, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> so then rewinding would be perfect. The, go back the, and fix it. Yeah, the inadvertent embarrassments, you know, those types of things that, yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. And uh, one more. If you could vi- visit any place in the world, where would you want to go? That's a good one. Um, because haven't given all that dramatic much thought. Okay. But... I would say probably ranking high on that would be, it would be nice to visit England. I had relatives do the tour of the uh, Coverdale Church specifically. And if you research the Coverdale Bible, you'll understand where I'm getting at with that. And so that would probably be it. Awesome. That's really cool, actually. (laughs) Cats baseball coming up next. Have a great evening, folks. See you.